Good morning. Happy New Year. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Monday, the 2nd of January, 2023. Starting in the Americas today. In Bolivia, there have been large protests in the biggest city, Santa Cruz. Protesters support Governor of Santa Cruz, Luis Fernando Camacho, who has been arrested, accused of terrorism, for his involvement in the political crisis in 2019, when former President Evo Morales was removed from power. Colombia and Venezuela have fully opened their border. Private vehicles have generally not been able to cross the border over the last few years during the Venezuelan refugee crisis, which has seen millions of Venezuelans cross into Colombia. In Brazil, Luis Ignacio Lula da Silva was sworn in as president yesterday for the second time. Lula is generally seen as a left-wing socialist and very different from right-wing conservative President Jair Bolsonaro, who he has replaced. Lula has said that Brazil will reach zero deforestation by 2030. Africa. In Uganda, at least 10 people have died in a stampede at a shopping centre. Police spokesman Patrick Ongayo said that people were rushing from a firework display on New Year's Eve. After the fireworks display, they were told to go back. That is where the stampede started, because they were rushing. Everybody was rushing inside back for the concert, concert to continue. The European Union has told Rwanda to stop supporting the M23 rebel group in the Democratic Republic of Congo, A report by the United Nations has agreed with the DRC that Rwanda is supporting the group, which is ethnically Tutsi and now controls parts of the eastern DRC. Rwanda denies helping the group. Asia. India's capital city, Delhi, has banned the burning of some fuels, including coal, to reduce pollution. Some businesses have complained that they cannot function under the new rules, and some businesses have said that they will move to other parts of India where they can still use coal. The Philippines closed its airspace completely for six hours yesterday because of a power cut in its air traffic control centre. Hundreds of flights and over 56,000 passengers were affected, according to Manila's Ninoy Aquino Airport. North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un has announced plans to increase its nuclear arsenal. Kim said that North Korea should have more nuclear weapons than the US and South Korea because those countries are trying to, quote, isolate and stifle North Korea. Europe. Ukrainian cities were hit by Russian missiles and drones on New Year's Eve, and at least three people are known to have died. 
in the southern city of Kherson, a children's hospital was hit, according to local media. Russia said that it was targeting drone-making facilities. In most cities, there is a nighttime curfew, so people were not able to celebrate the new year outside. However, many people shouted Happy New Year and Glory to Ukraine from their balconies. President Volodymyr Zelensky released a video message in which he said that 2023 would be the year of a Ukrainian victory. Russian President Vladimir Putin also released a video in which he said that the West was encouraging neo-Nazis in Ukraine and that the West is using Ukraine to divide Russia. Sir Jeffrey Nice, the top prosecutor of Serbian President Slobodan Milosevic, told the BBC that Putin should be tried for war crimes in 2023. It couldn't be clearer. The strangest thing is that politicians and lawyers don't seem to be speaking out saying it for what it is. It is crimes against humanity because civilian targets should never be bombed or otherwise attacked. And there can be no doubt about the chain of command leading directly to Putin. These are his soldiers. And as a minimum, he knows from the television what we all do about what's happening. Not only is it reasonably to be expected that they're acting in accordance with his instructions and commands, but he has said nothing since February to indicate that they're not doing that. He's not brought them back to be tried for what are obvious crimes. That's because he is in charge, they're doing what he wants, and he's a guilty man. Croatia has joined the Eurozone. The Euro is now the official currency of Croatia, replacing the Kuna. The Euro is now trading at one US dollar and seven cents, 10 cents more than in September, when it fell below the dollar in value for the first time ever, as well as being the 20th country to officially use the euro, Croatia has also become the 27th country in the Schengen area, totally removing passport and border controls with other Schengen countries. And in the Vatican City, Pope Benedict XVI has died, aged 95. Benedict was the first pope from Germany in over 400 years, and the first pope to resign in over 600 years. In 2013, Pope Benedict resigned, saying that his poor health was stopping him from continuing his duties. However, he continued to live in the Vatican City until his death on New Year's Eve. People will be able to visit Benedict's body in the Vatican until Thursday, when a funeral will be led by Pope Francis. That's your world news for today. A big thank you to Rui Jiao in Australia and Fenny in Taiwan for becoming our newest supporters. To become a supporter and have access to the transcripts of every episode, go to send7.org. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Tomorrow you will be with Namitha Raghunath. Have a great day. <laughs>